0: Hi, my name is Rob Jensen. I'm with Avant Garde. I'm the owner here. And uh, today we're kicking off our very first podcast called Redefine. Um, the intent of this podcast is more importantly, just kind of highlight our students, highlight some of the experiences from which our students have been able to achieve, you know, through their time with us. And uh, today I have two of my students with me. I have Luke Meadows and Dominic Lampo, both of them to uh, attend Allen Academy. And they've been with me for some time, almost four years. Can you believe that?
1: Yeah, it's, it's been a while. It's, it's weird to think. Quite a
2: journey.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, exactly. that it has yeah. been. Yeah. So with that said, just kind of just briefly tell us a little bit about yourself. Just kind of some things that maybe sort of uh, highlighted your high school experience, and things that you were a part of there.
1: Yeah, so as he said, I'm Luke Meadows. I'm a senior at Allen Academy. Um, You know, we go to a very small school, so there's a lot of opportunities to kind of do everything. So, you know, we're in student council, honor council, uh, NHS, every single sport that that you can really play. Um, Outside of school and after high school, I'm planning on attending uh, University of Missouri for sports journalism um, and just pursuing my my love of journalism um, through that avenue. But, yeah, we, you know, we both just kind of do everything there is to do at, at such a small school. So that's that's a little bit about me.
2: Yeah, like you said, um, oh, I'm Dominic Lampo. I'm also <laughs> a senior, go to Allen Academy, uh, but there's tons of things you can do at such a small school. Uh, but I took more of the STEM route, so I'm in all of those things, Honor Council, StuCo, stuff like that. Uh, but I'm also in Rocketry um, Engineering Club and uh, a bunch of other things like that. But I plan on going to Notre Dame for mechanical engineering Uh, But it's just been uh, a fun experience through through high school and just like figuring out what I want to do and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, and both of y'all, I mean, you kind of had to go through COVID and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, that sort Mm of uh, presented some unique challenges. But uh, I guess along within that, just, you know, as I mentioned, we've almost been together for four years with each of you, which is kind of crazy how that all sort of went by. very quickly in some ways. I mean, do you want to kind of just tell us a little bit about, you know, thinking back, oh my gosh, I was just a freshman, which seems like not so long ago, and to how you arrived at this point and what that feeling's like? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I'll start. Um, I remember hearing about uh, avant-garde through someone, you know, at Allen. Um, He was a senior when I was a freshman and my mom was like, we have to get on that. And it was, that, along with starting high school, was a very scary experience because in middle school, I didn't take academics as seriously. And then going to something where it was like outside of outside of school where I had to focus on my actual future and just that whole like idea and concept of like things matter now um, was, was really scary. And it really was just like kind of a culture shock for me, but it definitely looking back then to now it it looks like it just went like that you know what i'm saying like it was it was so it it all just went by in a blink of an eye and it's really hard to kind of explain But like we've you know as we're we're leaving high school now we've been like reminiscing on all the old stuff that's happened and all the everything that's happened in the past and it's like we're really almost done with everything and it's all just gone by so fast i
2: think i would say like when you're when you're in high school like freshman year like take each year individually Mm -hmm. it goes by fast but when you look back on it it seems like a really long time and like covid seems like when it first started it seems like a really long time ago but like me personally i have changed a lot through covid i you know i was a big swimmer for like 13 years that was everything i did everything i was known for really pushed heavy with school and stuff like that but like with COVID and stuff like that, I was able to just like go out and try new things. So like play football and, <laughs> uh, and soccer and all that stuff. So I had a, I had a lot of fun, but you know, when I was starting in, in uh, I guess freshman year preparing for colleges and stuff like that, I found avant-garde, I don't know where my, my mom, oh, it was through my, <laughs> <to> my brother. <laughs> yeah, your brother, hello. Through my brother, but I don't know, I don't know how she, she found out, but. I was pretty nervous because I was really scared about the SAT and I know it's like a a, it's a big it's a big test and I felt just like a lot of pressure before going into avant-garde but what was most important for me was taking it step by step and just doing it a bit a little bit at a time and that's what this program does and so it just built my confidence and I was able to do well Um, but when you apply those skills to just like your your normal classes especially as freshman year and stuff like that you just take things bit by bit and you don't look at things from a whole because I didn't figure out what I wanted to do until maybe like end of my junior year, like really what I wanted to do mechanical engineering. But obviously I was doing things to kind of like spark my interest, you know. Yeah. I knew I liked stuff in the STEM field and I knew I liked rocketry and stuff like that and like just seeing how things work. And so, you know, we went and toured um, A&M facilities and stuff like that, I remember you taking me and we, we met the head guy for like nuclear engineering and yeah. I was, I was yeah. like, Whoa. yeah, <laughs> they, had, they had like all these machines everywhere. And I was just like, I fell in love with it. And so it was really cool, but especially like, you know, I just took my time one, one thing at a time and just like really just kind of took a deep breath through everything and just kind of like trusted the process
1: yeah. and it,
2: and it really works. Yeah. You just have to find what you enjoy. and Yeah, because and and really that's the
1: biggest it. thing too, kind of like what you said, is taking it like one step at a time in high school is so important just because it's so easy to get caught up with everything. Like we look back when we were like freshmen and think like we made the biggest deal out of like everything. Yeah. Like everything, yeah. Yeah. everything yeah. was a life yeah. or death situation. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes you just have to like sit back and realize that not everything is a huge deal and you can enjoy yourself sometimes and then you could there's also times where you need to turn it on and and work hard and stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and that's obviously incredibly important it's not everything is that you know cataclysmic <laughs> uh, event that that you're just gonna like just die if it doesn't go your way you know high school is to be enjoyed and it's yeah. not like when you look back on it you're not gonna remember all the little petty stuff yeah. that, that that actually happened
2: yeah, now college is definitely like a serious issue. Yes, no, very in, true. I'm not saying
1: do not try for college. Yeah,
2: no, but like in high school, like I remember I would take it like, I would just do like, just focus on school and that was it. Like I mm-hmm. wouldn't have time for anything else. But what I realized when going through like application process, is it like when going and growing up through high school, I started to do a lot more things and that built my resume. So don't be scared to like go out of your comfort zone and try mm-hmm. something new. Because not only does that help you for in the future, you learn something from being in different social groups and being in those different environments that you couldn't get from anywhere else. So like
1: and, Yeah, yeah. And it's like that's one of the things that we've had going to such a small school yeah. that I like encourage, even if you go to a huge school to try and do, I know it's a lot harder, but like being able to go outside of your comfort zone and say like you fit into one certain mold but you doing something else is huge. Like I did Going into high school, I never would have imagined I would have done theater. But then I did theater for three years, and I absolutely loved it, and it gave me a whole new perspective on a lot of things. And it's just, like, things like that where it's, like, if you can push yourself outside your comfort zone on, first of all, on the application for college, that looks really good. And you can get, you know, you can write uh, supplemental essays about it, or you can, it shows that you are a well-rounded person. But even just as, like, a human being, it makes you way better just going outside your comfort zone and... And being able to try new things prepares you to be like uncomfortable in situations in life.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I think that's a, a really good point that you guys are uh, addressing there. And I, and I know with COVID, it, it kind of forced you. I mean, yeah. you know, Dominic, you were kind of the type where um, in some ways you'd like to really kind of you know, remain in control and, and, and those and try to control yeah. all the variables. And then when COVID came along, um, you know, you almost had to abandon that and kind of Almost start over again, yeah. And, and I think in the end, um, I, I think it provided you with a much happier high school experience. Even though at like, the mm-hmm.
2: start, and the start of when that happened, yeah. it didn't seem so. I basically had to like find myself again. Yeah, you know? yeah. I like, yeah, had to find my like identity. People, be more people in crisis. That's, yeah, at yeah, that's basically <laughs> what happened. But like, I don't know. Like swimming is is one of those things where it's like it's a very time demanding thing, and especially when you get high up in competition, it's it gets even more demanding. And so when it just suddenly stops and you have like a ton of free time and then you have like like group of friends that always just like want to go do things, you just start to expand your, your horizon a bit. And I loved every part of it and it, it built me into who I am as a person, but I found that it was okay to be, to try and to not be good at some things because that's when the most growth happens. Oh, yeah. So like, yeah. even though like starting for f- football and stuff like that, like I obviously was not the best and that was a new experience just like like I was sitting on the bench sometimes and just like learning and asking questions because i had to be okay with myself that i wasn't perfect because mm. i know a lot of people they they hold themselves to being uh being the best or being right at everything but you're always faced with the reality that that's not true and that's okay and that's what colleges look for too is that they're trying to find like where you're going to grow or like what type of person you're going to be and stuff like that but like You just have to and it's much easier said than done and it took a lot of years of work but you have to be okay with yourself and who you are and it's okay to make mistakes and it's okay to learn because the like people really they're they're really there to help you and they they're not like out to get you you know that's that's one of the things for me i thought like everybody was just out to get me and they're just like trying to see where i fall but whenever i did fall everyone was there to like help me out so Mm -hmm. You know, it's yeah. just, it's just one of those things that you just have to keep going through and it's, it's good. Um, but in, in some ways I would say COVID helped me. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and I think that's
0: a really good thing that you're coming to, arriving to that conclusion. I mean, as you look towards college and as, as you sort of embark upon that new phase, it's, you know, it's going to happen in about five months for you guys, four or five yeah. months. It's crazy. Um, that, you know, you're, you're probably, you know, you're used to coming from an environment where you're. You know, you're, you're, you're like the elite to the elite in some ways, And, and <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, athlete-wise, we try. I we mean, try. you know, yeah, and like a lot of the student activities and things that yeah. you're part of. And then, I mean, now you're going to a much bigger pond mm-hmm. in, in a ways. And, and so some of the challenges and struggles that uh, you, you've had to endure, I, I think will largely ultimately help you uh, be able to navigate that new environment and find new successes, new things yeah. like that. Um, so uh, along with that is like, what what do you think kind of, and you sort of already hit on it a little bit about your COVID experience and, and you know having to drop swimming, but uh, what do you think is an activity you can point to that you think is gonna help you the most as you start that new phase in college, that new journey of yours?
1: Ooh. I mean, honestly, I would have to say it's like cliche, but football has definitely been like the biggest thing for me based on the fact that so like when i was a freshman i was you know a heavy set kid and and stuff like that and through football i learned how to like work hard at things and that's really the biggest thing to like i saw that like as a freshman you know i wasn't terrible and all that stuff but like to get great at football to get where i wanted to be to 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 help this you know this team i had to sacrifice a lot of things personally to be able to achieve this mm-hmm. and that was just something where i realized like i wasn't wouldn't really classify myself as a hard worker freshman or sophomore year i kind of just like i loved football you know, and, I, and it's like not just in football but in everything i like i liked stuff but then you know i would i would do it but i wouldn't really like set my mind to it
0: yeah
1: yeah and then through like you know my sophomore and junior year especially over covid which is where i started taking a lot of that stuff seriously because i had so much time on my hands um <laughs> I was able to, to be able to change, like start to change my body. And that mm-hmm. was how it, that bled into like everything else. So it's not just like, it's not just like me saying, oh, you know, I lost weight and became good at football. That bled into how I did everything else in my life mm-hmm. with working mm-hmm. hard to to try and achieve something. And, so, and I, so understanding what it takes to really be great at something and knowing that being great is not like a destination it is like you have to constantly work to improve that's something that i learned through football that is really that i think will carry over to me the most i know it's kind yeah. of cliche but i think that that's really been yeah. the biggest thing yeah. for me
2: yeah and i would to say football and swimming and stuff like that but i think i would say like with rocketry and stuff being able to be a mentor for like younger students and stuff it helps me because like you have to know how to be a good listener and stuff like that but then when you just when you just talk to people and stuff you just you just get to know a little bit about them and you get to help with different problems and sometimes like the stuff that you know might come naturally to you but for other people that they go through it differently they're not going to know how to do certain things so you just you're able to talk them through and like and then help them through like a, a problem and then it's just like a, a tighter bond that you have with everybody that you meet and stuff and so i think it's just like it's important for me because uh you know, I, I have learned how to like approach situations better and learn how to talk to people in a, in a, uh, a good sense and that everybody can work together really. Um, so it's been, it's been a good experience that way. Um, and just like working with people and stuff like that, obviously, because I, I didn't really want to work in groups a whole lot when I was younger. And so just by going out and talking to people, and this goes back to the whole thing of like, you just have to go out and try a lot of different activities especially having leadership roles in those activities uh, just adds to overall character.
1: And and, you learn how to lead in different ways. right? I think that's that's like the biggest thing with that is like, especially all the different things you do, all the different things I do, like you lead in different scenarios. Like leading in football is different than leading in student council, which is different than leading in like rocketry for you or like when I was in theater, you Mm -hmm. know, things like that. All those different roles of leadership are different because you're dealing with different people. You can't just, in theater and rocketry, you can't just yell at someone and expect them to do better. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just, that's just not how it's going to work. Yeah. And so, like, you know, you say point to one thing. It's just, I think, it's, you know, we've we both pointed to something, but I think it's just all those different things have really contributed in different factors to how we're going to succeed in college. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I think that's a really good point that you made. Uh, you know, one, the growth mindset mm-hmm. is what, what you alluded to. It's like, you know, you're not, ever completely kind of like satisfied with there's always this internal sort of hunger and, and ambition that resides in you that okay i've done this and i've achieved this but what else can i continue to keep doing to push forward in some mm-hmm. ways and you talked about how that sort of maybe started with football and, and then sort of then sort of kind of like know,
1: uh, you know branched, you off. Know,
0: branched mm-hmm. off or you know sort of infiltrating but the think, other areas yeah, of, of your areas. of your you know your activities mm-hmm. and academics and yeah. such and, and I think that's really good because that's what we call like transferable skills you know as you you know learn sort of identify like how I approach football and what I do there and taking those same sort of skill sets and applying them into other ways is you know doing that and doing that and just as you yeah I'm talking about the the leadership and talking mm-hmm. about talking to folks especially in engineering you know yeah. that's gonna yeah, you know the, the collaborated efforts are never going to sort of end there in some yeah. ways, and, and so yeah. um,
1: you could build a house just all by yourself. Yeah, know, <laughs> it'd know. be a great house. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. you want to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: No, And we we do talk about sports a lot, but you really just have to find anything that you love, yes. and you have to stick with it. I mean, we're we're sports guys, and we like being on a team and stuff like that. But when we say go out and like try new things and get out of your comfort zone, sports might be that thing for you or you just have to find like a hobby that you enjoy or something that you can do and maybe a service to others is always mm-hmm. a good rule of thumb. Um, but it's just like pursuing something that you enjoy that uh, that you could see yourself doing and just be comfortable with, you know? yeah. that's all I would say. Yeah, I mean, I
0: think, you know, again, the growth mindset, yeah. you're not ever really, truly comfortable, you know? it, you're always at somewhat, um, Une- you know, at, you know, at unease at times and, and, you know, learning to work and, and never get too comfortable. That. Yeah. yeah
1: can't I, get too comfortable. comfortable. Yeah.
0: So, um, so with that, I, I would, what would you say at this moment kind of looking forward, you know, as you start that, that new phase, that new journey, um, is there any one thing or, or two that maybe like I need a little bit more work on that before I get there?
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess I would say look like, you know, just examining, examining myself, probably being able to, to like, to get to the point where I can, I can go out and truly, not say like truly express myself to other people, but like just breaking out of the, as cause as we talked about, the small school thing is great for all the stuff that we've done, but breaking out of that bubble and getting into like getting my feet wet and getting comfortable with all the other people and all the other things that will be in college. And then being used to having other people, like other like-minded people like me, I guess because what I'm gonna go into with journalism, right, there's gonna be, there's not very many people at you know a school with a graduating class of 16 people who are gonna be interested in what I am. So I'm like the quote unquote unique one in that sense. Mm-hmm. But going into college at Missouri, to one of like the, you know, the top journalism schools are gonna be A lot of kids, you know, hundreds of kids who are just as interested in journalism as I am and have just the same drive and hunger. So, like, being able to, like Dominic said, collaborate with them and everything like that and get around that group of people that where, like, we all want to make each other better. Mm -hmm. That's, I think, going to be, like, the biggest thing that I work on. That just comes from, like getting comfortable with that many people, yeah, I would say. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with, you know, talking to people. So that's, that's, that's yeah. never been yeah. an issue. The, but it's just getting comfortable with the like sheer number of people that are going to be in my field, yeah. I guess. Yeah. That's what I would say.
2: Yeah. And I guess with like, obviously engineering, as I've heard is supposedly like a really hard major. And so, but I know, I know that yeah. it's, it's more doable than I make it seem for myself, but Obviously, it's like you were saying, when you go to a college for a specific major, it's going to be like a lot different because there's a thousand people mm-hmm. similar to you yeah. and they all have the same interests. So, a lot of Yeah. And I mean, like procrastination is like a big thing for most high schoolers. But I think it's going to be better if you sit down and have a schedule. But you're going to have people that are going to be, the, as I've grown up, you're going to be, you're going to, I know that we're going to have people that are going through the exact same thing that I'm going through, and it's going to be a lot easier to work work through each other and work like together for, to reach a common goal. And so, like, engineering is going to be a hard major, but like, I know there's steps I can take and like people that I can meet and stuff like that to just like get out of my comfort zone a little bit and and like work towards it and stuff. So yeah, I think that's some of the challenge too. It's like
0: you uh, for much of your academic career, you've probably been on the upper end of, of it and. Um, and now you're sort of embarking on to you know let's face it a new yeah. elevated mm-hmm. step and and you know sort of admitting to yourself and sometimes like i might need some help or something yeah. like mm-hmm. that and so that's that is part of the kind of the maturity process yeah. there recognizing that and stepping out and getting help and it seems like you know you you're, you've you grown accustomed to that yeah. and it's just you know being able to continue along
1: I think one of the other things too that i think we cuz we I think we both talked about this before is that Going to college, you know, going to college, we're going to have to almost, like, restart ourselves with mm-hmm. everyone else. Whereas yeah. at Allen, we've, you've gone there since fifth grade. Yeah. I went there since sixth grade. So we had all that time to grow up with, I mean, even with, you know, turnover rate with with students, with parents, with teachers, all the different stuff to where by the time that we were seniors, like, people knew who we were. Yeah. They, had an, they had the image of us in their head already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so going to college now, it's gonna be like you have to restart that. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. it's just like mentally preparing for that, that, you know, I'm gonna to have to go to teachers' office hours to get to know the professors because I, you know, I don't I I don't already know them. Like I know, you know, my AP European history teacher or something like that. Where it's like we're going to have to reestablish who we are there and not just kind of like because with all those people, I think it's a—it's really easy for a lot of people to just, like, fall into the cracks and try and, you know, blend in. But I don't think either of us have ever been someone that has done yeah. that. And so doing that, well like what we did at Allen, but on a bigger stage.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's almost, you got to stand out. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost celebrated to some extent or <clears throat> trying to, to mm-hmm. achieve that. And I actually, it's funny that you bring that up. I, I've always had this uh, this notion, this idea that what I call like the clean slate theory.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, whereas I went to college and, and as I went off and you know pursued division through tennis, um, I went to a school, no one knew me like I and, and, and so that gave me an opportunity to largely uh, reinvent my, uh, you know, my persona. You know, I was no longer Robert, which you guys don't know me by or name. Yeah, like exactly, <laughs> and, but when I went off to college, I actually started going by Rob and changed my identity of being like this sort of introverted, small, uh, quiet individual and really trying to be more proactive and changing mm-hmm. my identity, and so you guys have that opportunity again, going to Notre Dame, you know, going to University of Missouri, I mean, the idea of, like, um, having someone for which you're, you're going to be able to kind of
2: re, because they're going to get to know you all over mm-hmm. again for that, so, yeah definitely going to be very interesting it's obviously very nerve-wracking but i think everything that we've done has uh put us in good position to do so just one of those things where we got to take a deep breath and just and just let things happen naturally yeah i
1: think think when you realize that everyone else is nervous (coughs) about it too you get a lot less (laughs) nervous about it because you realize you're in the same boat as everyone else so there's like you're not, like, the weird one for feeling yeah. nervous about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you just,
2: you just got to go out and talk to people. Like,
1: mm-hmm. when I
2: – and especially with visiting college and stuff, which is something that I highly recommend. Yeah. If you are looking at schools – because I would have gone to A&M. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with AM at all. But I would have never gone out of state or something like that. Yes. I thought I was going to be in state my, my whole life, which I was totally fine with. But, like, if you can make the extra step to go and visit – like a couple other places and schools, you might find something that you really like. Like in Notre Dame, the community there was perfect for me. Everyone's there, all about working together. They love sports and uh, I mean, they're just like, they're overall, they're really nice people. And so I would have never found that just from looking at a website. And so when you do that and you go up there, you just got to start talking to people, asking them like where they're from, like, you know, all this other stuff, and you just get to know them a little bit. And like, that made me feel better about myself because I'm like, okay, if I could go there for a day and meet like five different people and already have friends there, like I'm gonna be okay, I mean like, I'm gonna be okay in college. And so, and so like, if you're gonna have that group, you just need to find that for yourself and it'll be okay.
1: Yeah, to piggyback off of that, college visits, incredibly important. Yeah. Um, I, same with him, I imagine I'd be in state, I thought I was gonna go to TCU and then when I got into UT I thought I was definitely going to UT and so like if I went to visit it anywhere I'd be wearing a burnt orange shirt right now <laughs> obviously because I mean UT amazing school I grew up a diehard UT fan my entire life and so there's obviously nothing wrong with going to UT UT is a top-tier university but if it if I wouldn't have gone to tour Missouri I never would have thought out I, and I wouldn't have left in state and at Missouri kind of the same thing as you it was just the campus felt amazing I loved Columbia I loved the people there you know I met someone there that is like friends of the kid that goes to Allen so it was like you know small world kind of things like that and the people felt like kind of like what you said about Notre Dame was that they were all like smart but they felt like normal people
0: yeah <laughs> it
1: was like the same thing as like as Missouri they were all like Really outgoing and real, you know, like that. And they felt like normal people, and they weren't just like trying to sell you on something. They felt real.
2: It was a genuine. It was a genuine. Yes. Yeah. It was
1: very genuine, and that was like the thing that was like, okay, if I can get that vibe from like everyone here on campus, where like we're just going through the tour and like they're like they know like everyone, and they're just like talking to everyone, like you don't see that on uh, on on the thing. I wasn't considering any out of state schools, and then my top two choices ended up being out of state schools, and so the tour are tours are incredibly important just because like the way that i would always describe it to my mom is like i'm going off of vibes yeah and, like, if yeah. i like got the right vibe from a place or not and the best vibes that i got were from places that were out of state that i never would have seen on yeah. tour
2: and the tour guides can definitely sell oh, 100%. a percent, but it's the students there that you mm-hmm. have to look out for because those tour guides they know how to talk to people and they know how to get you to like want to go to their school But you gotta find the students that are there studying and you gotta be like hey like what do you what do you think about the school and if they're saying all the same stuff as the tour guide that's a pretty good that's a pretty good vibe Mm -hmm. because like some students will be straight up and honest with you but if they're you know i mean they'll they'll give you an honest answer either way and you ask them like what they like to do and stuff like that and if that matches some of your interests like that's probably a place for you and stuff Mm -hmm. but you just gotta go and sometimes even if you don't like the the college that you visited or stuff like that That's gonna help you know what you don't want. Yeah, because it's gonna be better than just having no idea and just kind of like winging
1: it. Yeah, because I know that's kind of like what you said about Georgia Tech. Yeah, right. And I said that about Arizona State. Yeah, it was the same kind of thing where like we went there and we didn't really enjoy the tour, but it reinforced what we did like about the other places that we went. Yeah, Yeah. And so a bad college, you know, tour guide might be just as important as a good as a good one because it'll reinforce what you want. Yeah
0: yeah no I, and perfectly i mean i think that's um you know you're you're, you're making a very big decision mm-hmm. and and to you know kind of thoroughly vetting that process and um going through it and 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 you know again confirming what you like or what you don't like i almost make it akin to like you're almost house shopping for the very first <laughs> time you know no no, no family is going to walk into a home like oh i love all this and stuff and and pretty much you know buy by what they first see it's like no the more houses for which you kind of see you begin mm-hmm. to like oh i really like this about the the kitchen and how it has an island and you know and how you know you know along with the entryway is first thing and as i like walk into the living room or the great room or something so it, it's kind of for you guys being able to sort of measure and have those benchmarks just mm-hmm. to compare to in some ways um but yeah and you both went out of state uh, yeah. who, who, who put those colleges on your list
1: I uh, <laughs> think it was a certain uh, Robert oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> A certain Robert <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like you said I never would have thought of Missouri Wouldn't even have applied there, probably yeah. um, I don't know about you, Notre Dame Because, you yeah. know, you grew up a Notre Dame fan, kind of But
2: Oh, well, yeah, you know, Chris, Chris did but okay. <laughs> I mean, it's always like Everyone watches Rudy and stuff like that But it was like, I would have not thought to apply To Notre Dame, because I would have thought It was like a long shot And so, but you have to apply to some of those schools Mm -hmm. that you think like you just think you're not going to get into but it's good to apply and just like and like I mean you you worked with us pretty good like you showed us that we had all the tools that we needed you just showed us how to like put it in order and to like you know understand what the colleges were asking basically because it's a lot to tackle those those essay questions by yourself yourself and especially if you can work with somebody that has done this before and knows what they're doing and has seen what works and what doesn't work, it's it's super helpful to be able to know and understand. Yeah, it. I mean, I, I know you kind of were, you know, your writing skills
0: kind of grew over the years. That was one of the very first things I kind of hammered into. You're like, yeah. I want to be a journalism major. Like, well, you got to write.
1: Okay. <laughs> I was, I was like not first. on board with yeah, that. Yeah, at you were, first. Yeah, yeah, you were and very reluctant. It was too. like, yeah, because we started out, you know, my freshman year and we kind of took it, I told him, like, I want to go into journalism. And he was like, okay, so we take it step by step. So that freshman year, I know we worked on writing and then sophomore year we worked on like some video stuff and then we went to like actual you know producing a product and all that stuff and we just built out like this portfolio and resume that we were able to send out to the colleges but like you said I was not really like on board with any of that as a freshman I was like very reluctant to write and then I got into it and then it was just like it kind of just took off from there and it really just like you pushing me like i knew that i had like the this you know the skills but i think it was one of those things almost where like in middle school i was always like a pretty good writer and so i was like okay that's good enough like i don't have to have to work at it anymore and like that'll get me in just fine and so it obviously would not have just gotten me in just fine and so you being able to like push me and build out that that portfolio and that well-roundedness of journalism with all these different things because like I mean grades wise I had good grades and my SAT scores weren't bad but it wasn't anything compared to some of the other people yeah, yeah you know yeah. and but it was it was my resume and all my extracurriculars and the the things that I did to show that I loved journalism mm-hmm. that really put me as a good candidate for a lot of schools yeah yeah
0: yeah and I know you at the very start of the essay right like you
2: did not enjoy it at all especially with sat No, no you did not the math was normally okay it was fine the reading section was uh was questionable um but you know i i learned like how to take it how to understand it and it was better for me so especially now like writing comes easier i know how to like structure an essay and to like get what I want to say down faster because mm-hmm. normally like I would just like if my writing style is if I want to write it i want to get it correct uh, like I'm going to get it perfect the first time but you just have to like write out notes first so I just found a different way that helps me that I can like work through something like that mm-hmm. and so it's just like uh, SAT was always like the the big thing but I obviously did not want to do I was really scared for college and stuff because I didn't want to all the college essays and stuff were very scary but it was a very smooth process and uh if you take it when you start early like that and and even i know people that started their their junior year you know everyone turned out fine and they were able to create a good portfolio for college and they both found they all found their ways
1: i i think it's funny too because like we're seeing now <clears throat> like some of our friends who are like juniors and stuff like that yeah. and they're starting with all that stuff and a lot of them are very stressed about it. Yeah. And it's weird to think because a lot of them are just starting now. Yeah. Um, and they'll, I mean, I have full faith that they will be completely fine. But the difference from starting early, like as a freshman, like we did, to that, I think, is huge based off the fact, not off like the SAT part, really, yeah. but the resume and like yeah. portfolio building part. I think that is like the biggest thing because we were able to, to plant those seeds as a freshman to where as a junior those you know those trees were already growing.
2: Yeah you have years to back things up yeah. because mm-hmm. you're not only a student council but you've been an exec for two years or you're going to be president this next year or something like that. So it's obviously much better to get started younger but when you have somebody that knows what they're doing you can say you should probably need to take these classes if you mm-hmm. want to go to this major. And I would start this summer program to be able to do this so that you can say, like, you know, this showed my service hours. For example, the Go Baby Go program, Mm -hmm. when we started that, that was a really cool experience. It not only helped, like, it's helping those kids that that need those cars and stuff, but that's not common with a lot of people. You know, not a lot of people can say they've done something like that. And so when colleges see that, that stands out to them. And so you want something that's unique and that can that puts your name out there, you
1: know. I mean and that's, that's the, big, the big that's the biggest thing like what you were talking about is I feel like I mean it's obviously great to be, you know, student council president. Right. You know, all that stuff. But colleges have thousands of student council mm-hmm. presidents yeah. applying. Yeah. It, yeah. You sure know? Do. And so being able to have stuff outside of your school, you know, it's do as much stuff in, in school as you can. That's definitely I'm not, you know, advising against that. But Outside of school, having those unique opportunities that are specific to your major, like, I know, I mean, you don't really like to brag on yourself, but, like, the whole, you know, the NASA internship yeah. that, that you had, <laughs> I mean, yeah, or, you know, the go go thing, like, you were talking about, yeah. <clears throat> all that different stuff, or, like, me, you know, I had my podcast, I had all those, all those uh, articles written for all these different publications, yeah. like, that stuff shows that you are serious about your major and it's unique stuff that other people just don't have. Yeah, 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 And that's what that's what will make you stand out. Not that you were obviously being student council president is great, but like I said, there's a whole lot of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: It, it, it's like a lot of times I tell students like it's like where el- where everyone else is zigging, you have to zag against the grain. And, and because that's what's going to stand out mm-hmm. and that's where you're going to again go baby go the nasa internship podcast like you're taking all these things upon your own on your own accord and, and pursuing them and, and spending and allocating your time in those areas and mm-hmm. so um but yeah i mean uh it, it's crazy to think that uh again this amount of much time is is, is, is gone and, and passed by it's, it's going to be a different not having the two of you around consistently and yeah. such but uh <laughs> yeah. but i guess can you talk just sort of as we kind of wrap up today's conversation like what what maybe one or two things really helped you kind of zero in on your final college decision choice and i know you both took several college visits and and did all that but um i
1: think you, you should know, start first you know. you you just said another name for me
2: yeah, uh, definitely it started with the uh, when we went and visited the engineering site at A&M mm-hmm. and the, the nuclear engineering stuff like that was really cool for me. And uh, I would say like doing all of the different sports that I had and being involved in different clubs and stuff like that just honed in what I wanted to do and like how and it it let me know like how I wanted to do those things but i would say like the the visit to notre dame was the biggest thing for me Mm -hmm. i was i was confident with my with my resume and application but like like going and seeing the campus was something totally new to me because i had only ever seen a m but like when i'm when i'm over there and i'm talking to people and i could actually start seeing myself somewhere else other than home Mm -hmm. was like that was an aha moment for me because I was a person that normally doesn't like change. If something is going well, I'm just going to keep doing that because that is successful. And I don't, Isn't that kind of like swimming? Yes. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, you don't, if you, if you found like a technique in your stroke that you need to do to get a faster time, you should keep doing that so that you can keep dropping time that would be pointless to just go back and, and do what you were doing before. No. <laughs> so that kind of related back to like school and how I did things. Cause I was always like a perfectionist. I still am a perfectionist, but I found it's okay to take a deep breath every now and then and just like move on with some things. But I would say just like that, that visit there and me being able to see myself somewhere else other than College Station was like an eye opener for me. Cause I didn't think I could be happy with like anything else other than just like where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. But I've done things that like have put me into different groups or where I've been uncomfortable or that I failed at multiple times and I've had to learn and like assess what I'm doing to like get better. It's yeah. it's very retrospective and it's it's humbling at times. Yeah, that's so good so though, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's a very, very good experience. So I'm I'm confident that I'm gonna be okay even though I'm still, you know, a little nervous and stuff like that. But it's as it's, it's good. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, I think my thing kind of starts off similar. Um, I toured my junior year. I toured TCU uh-huh. and I really liked it. And I was like, OK, I'm going I'm going to be a Horned Frog. Um, and then but I, you know, I grew up a diehard UT fan. Um, but that so those two schools were the only real schools in my in my eyesight. Because I think I've always had this idea in my head that people outside of Texas are just like inferior, and, <laughs> and I mean I was like I can't imagine myself leaving the state of Texas. They're they're weird. I can't yeah. I can't do that.
2: Like who doesn't have Whataburger?
1: Exactly. <laughs> what am I, where am I going to go if I'm not going to Whataburger? Um, but and I toured, like I said, I toured TCU. I loved it, and then I toured UT, and when I toured UT and kind of and didn't like it that much. You know, I I think I kind of built up UT just in my head when yeah, I got into yeah. UT, when I got into UT. People kept asking me where I'm I was, where I'm going to go, and I'm like, I'm going to go to UT. I have two friends going there. I'm going to live with them. Like, I'm I'm that's what I'm going to do. And then I both my sisters went to UT. Like, but my dad, you know, my dad is a UT fan. Um, but visiting there and stuff like that, I just didn't really like the vibe of it. I didn't really like. I wasn't a huge fan of Austin. I wasn't a huge you know how just big it was. I wasn't a huge fan of, of the campus, you know, it, and just all of that. And we it, and it was kind of eye-opening for me because I realized that, okay, if UT isn't all that I built it up to be, then what else is out there, you know? Um, and I, I almost tried, even after the visit, I almost still tried to like force myself to, to do it. I was The way that I described it was like, I was blinded by my love of UT and, um, But then, like, Dominic, when uh, his Notre Dame visit, when I went to go visit Missouri, it opened my eyes that I could, like, see myself somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And the fact that my tour guide was from Texas and was, like like I said, he was friends with a kid that goes to our school, and he was in Missouri and absolutely loved it, like, that really, and he was super outgoing, like, he was a lot like me, and it was like, okay, I can can picture myself, like, as that guy.
0: Yeah, Yeah.
1: And, um... I just loved columbia columbia was a great college and i you know i work in downtown bryan and so downtown is a huge thing for me and there was a um a, a super nice downtown right across the street from there and it was just like i also like i saw the batman in columbia and yeah, i love that <laughs> movie so it was just like all these different things that like i just loved about missouri and columbia that really like put it in my mind where i could picture myself there that was yeah. the biggest thing where i couldn't picture myself at UT. I could I, but I could picture myself and Missouri. You know, I toured other places. I was torn between Missouri and Penn State, like, you know, like we had mm-hmm. talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, but it Missouri was Missouri was home for me. I think that was yeah. you know and like Donna said, you know, it's still it's still nerve wracking. It's still, you know, leaving Texas, going to see these weird Missouri people is, is still <laughs> it's still weird. But like seeing that they are actually like all jokes aside that that other places like Texas isn't, it's not like, there's still good people, great people outside of Texas. I don't know why I couldn't like fathom that before, but I'm happy I've come to that conclusion now. Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
2: so. And it could be wherever your home base is at, doesn't have to be Texas.
1: Yeah, although it should be. Yeah.
2: (laughs) The most important thing is to just create situations where you know you're gonna be challenged, Mm -hmm. maybe sometimes uncomfortable, because that's when the most growth happens. Mm -hmm that statement for me is huge because like i said i like consistency and i like like just a set path for everything mm-hmm. but that's not how things work
1: yeah and so if it's you're
2: not prettier, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> i know if you're put in paths and like in organizations like avant-garde that help you do that and like they they support you in doing things and going out of your comfort zone and and push you to take certain classes or join different clubs or some programs or stuff like that when you look back on it, you realize how good that was for you and stuff
1: yeah. like that. So. And to piggyback off of that, it's like pushing yourself and putting yourself in situations where you will be uncomfortable, but also knowing and having that group that like, if you do fall, you can fall back on them. Mm-hmm. That's like, because that is so important when you are trying new things, because I think like we have, this is a much larger conversation for a different time, but like we have this stigma with failing that it's like you know you get an F on a paper and you you know that's a, that's the worst thing in the world when failure should really be celebrated because that means that you're trying something new yeah and yeah. that you should you should try and fail as many times as you can because that's where the most most growth comes because if you don't yeah. if you don't fail you know then if you're just great you know at everything in your life then you're not pushing yourself anymore. exactly yeah and so. No
0: you're just kind of remaining in this little comfort bubble in some yeah. ways and so you're not really yeah. introducing
2: so. although it, it can be nice like i remember when i was sitting and i and, and you know adults would tell me like yeah it's okay it's okay to fail and stuff like that i'm like i'm like no i'm not gonna yeah, get right. like a 95 and like be okay with that yeah. <laughs> but like
1: but like oh, it I, was i hate you I, I, know,
2: I know but like that's the type of person that i was but like i know like not everyone knows who i am but like just keep in the back of your mind that it's okay to be uh, it's okay to be uncomfortable it's okay to fail because if you don't understand it now and years to come you'll realize what we're you're trying. You're going to fail
1: at some point yeah, yeah.
2: you'll realize what we're trying to say and it's going to help you but if you can work on that now and like understand that and be okay with like yourself and like what you're doing it's going to make it a lot easier uh, yeah. for you and years to come but, yeah
0: well i've had a great time this i you know uh you guys did a lot of i mean i you know i facilitated some of it, but you guys just (laughs) ran with it which i knew you guys would so uh, um, it's been such a pleasure honor great working with you too um so thank you so much thank you for those are out there who watched this and listened um we look forward to um, sharing more with you but uh Thank you Luke. thank you dominic well,
1: thank you, no, thank oh you my for, gosh, for guys. bringing us on man
0: thank you around such pleasure yeah. so proud oh, yeah. of you two both man y'all I appreciate are, it have, thank you they've uh, done extre- more than what i could have ever imagined yeah. enough, so, but,
1: well thank you yeah. we couldn't done it without you <laughs> yeah. seriously yeah
0: all right well thank you this wraps up our first episode of Redefining.